107, Michael and Maddie. It's Monday morning, January 8th, 2024. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un turns the big 4-0 today. Kage has a birthday today. He is 46 years old. Shonda Paula is 51. Well, he started his career as a radio host, but became a game show host. Bob Eubanks is 86. But it's one for the money. The king, Elvis Presley. He would have been 89 years old today. The telephone company was broken up as part of an antitrust lawsuit that was 42 years ago. Back in 2004, baseball's all-time hits leader Pete Rose admitted that he bet on baseball and on Reds games while he managed the team. He has been banned for life from the game. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston announced that they were separating 18 years ago today. And four years ago, Gazelle got the Who Me Chow Main Mix Box Chain. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie going to see some sunshine today. Actually watching another storm heading our way for later this week. We'll get the full forecast coming up in a few with Ceci Del Chiron in the ABC6 Weather Center. So Peaky Blinders fans will not have to wait long for their next taste of the popular series as its creator confirmed that filming for the movie set to begin this year. It has been over two years since the sixth and final season of the show was broadcast, generating huge fanfare. Uh, it remains one of the most popular series on the streaming platform, and that offers an explanation why there is going to be a film adapted from the series with Peaky Blinders fans very excited, me included. Before now, info has arrived kind of in small doses to keep fans eagerly waiting for the update, but the show's creator, Stephen Knight, has officially provided some more details on what is to come. He confirmed that he is close to finishing the script for the movie, with filming also scheduled to begin midway through this year, saying, I'm just working on the final bits of it at the moment. The plan is to start shooting in the middle of this year. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Uh, so Peaky Blinders lasted for six seasons before its finale in 2021. And during that time, it became a huge success, leading Killian Murphy to earn accolades for his work. And he became one of the most sought after actors. Will he be in the movie? That has yet to be confirmed. Well, come on. It has yet to be confirmed. That's got to happen. I mean, there's no movie then. I mean, if not, like, it has to be all the same people, or I don't want to see it. Yeah. Like, Gillian yeah, Murphy and, and Co. Like, I need all of them in it. And Arthur. But it's, you know <laughs> what? Like, they're kind of old, right? That's like, okay. Let them and be old. so the movie takes place in World War II era. So then they've, they've aged then. They've aged. Yeah, so that's totally fine. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, you know. I mean, he's got to be in it, right? Like, he has to be. There's no movie without him. I mean, that's... What I'm, what I'm a little hesitant about, though, is... Remember that viral interview that him and Margot Robbie did together? They did an interview together where they interviewed each other. Yes. And he expressed his willingness to reprise his role, but he said, I'm receptive, I'm receptive to the possibility of a movie if there's an additional plot to tell. So it almost sounds like he had no idea that a movie was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, oh, you know, if, if if I find a script that's worth it type of thing. But it's like, wait, no, there is a script. 
Have you not gotten the script? Somebody <laughs> get this man the script. Yeah, because, he's hustling us. So I'm hoping he's hustling us. I'm hoping that he's very much involved in in all of this because without Killian Murphy, there is no Peaky Blinders. It really isn't. So hopefully it all happens the way it's supposed to happen. And then we'll all just be very happy to finally get that movie. So when that movie premieres, I think I'm going to wear my wedding suit. Okay. That's what I'll do. I'll just dress <laughs> to the nines, get a nice fresh haircut, and just walk in there like I own the theater. <laughs> there you go. It's going down. Billie Eilish got candid at the Golden Globes yesterday after winning the prize for Best Original Song for the Barbie Movie. Thank you so much to the Golden Globes. I was not expecting this in this moment. And, you know, it was exactly a year ago almost that we were shown the movie and I was very, very miserable and depressed at the time. And writing that song kind of saved me a little bit. And a year later and here we are and it's really surreal. I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky and grateful. And you guys scare the living hell out of me, everyone in this room, but <laughs> thank you so much. She's so quirky, I love it. She co-wrote What Was I Made For with her brother and frequent collaborator, Phineas, with whom she accepted her award. Uh, this marks Eilish and Phineas's second Globes nomination and second win. Uh, they previously won for No Time to Die, which was written for the James Bond movie. She's just so incredible. And she uh, pulled a Gen Z moment. She wore a thrifted outfit to the Golden Globes. So that was really cool. She looked phenomenal as always. Uh, but... Very good night. A lot of big winners. Uh, some of the bigger winners. Best motion picture drama was Oppenheimer. So that's a good one. Cinematic and box office achievement went to Barbie. I mean, of course, if it didn't go to Barbie, that would be kind of an issue here. Best performance by a male actor in a motion picture. Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer. Best performance by a male actor for a musical or comedy. Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. I've got a problem with that being called a comedy. I just do. I mean, you had a problem with the whole movie, didn't I, you? I did. <laughs> he was good. I like Paul. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really happy to hear that he won that. I mean, that would hopefully set him up for best actor at the Oscars. Maybe, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of big winners. Obviously, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie did really well. Um, Emma Stone did really well for her new movie that just came out. So, yeah, a lot of big winners, but Billie Eilish is always deserving of every accolade that she gets, I think. She's just fantastic. No finest kind, huh? Uh, well, no, no love. <laughs> no love. I don't think it wasn't released in theaters and it was late in the game. It was yeah, yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. Honestly, maybe next year. Ariana Grande has been out of the music scene for a good long while now, but that's all coming to an end later this week. So she says, she announced yesterday that she's dropping a brand new single, her first in three years, and that's coming this Friday. And she's back um, with a track called Yes And. And uh, she's obviously... Thank you, next. Exactly, exactly. She's back with her comma. <laughs> yes, comma, and. Um, she's posting a ton of promos to, uh, to her Instagram, including a lot of links for fans to pre-order the single. Um, it looks like she's using her official Sweetener account again to hype it up. Uh, her fan base is just thrilled about this news. I cannot believe it's been three years. Um, almost four, it looks like, because... She dropped the, her Positions album in the fall of 2020. So she's been MIA for quite some time. 
Um, and then we're going to be seeing her soon in Wicked. So that's going to be really cool. I believe that's a musical, Michael. So I don't know. If <laughs> I actually know. like that one. That's such a good one. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but she's ready to uh, get back on it. Who, who knows? Maybe you'll hear it on Fun 107. We'll, we'll maybe give it a try. Most likely. I, what I liked, uh, I saw a video of her the other day on TikTok. And <laughs> listen she, to you. And she... Like has a first name basis with some of the paparazzi. And That's like, great. She's got like a little like friendship relationship with them. Well, gonna... I mean, they follow you around every day. You hey, might as friend. well know their name. <laughs> yeah. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So first snowfall of the season has arrived. It's been a while since we've had like a legit snowstorm because we had nothing last year, right? Nothing. To speak of. Saturday night into Sunday type of storm. My new favorite thing. Totally. Oh, my God. It was the best. It was the best. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I thought it was just Sunday only. It's like we had nothing. We, we woke up. And yeah, here in the nothing. South Coast, we would like literally like rain until almost the end of the day yesterday. But a lot of places like my parents north of Boston, they got slammed. Rhode Island got pretty slammed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in Cranston, the Warwick Cranston line. And... Around 8 o'clock on Saturday night, that's when it started. And then we took the puppy out. The puppy saw snow for the first time. <laughs> so that was the best moment. Was he jumping up trying to eat it? She was jumping oh. up trying to eat <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I kept bopping around and like licking the snow. And it, it was really, really cute. Uh, and then waking up on a Sunday morning with snow falling. Oh, my. Top tier. Top tier. Yes. And I didn't have to go anywhere. Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. Made chili. I made some chili. It was a great day. Did you bring the chili in? I can't wait to have a bowl. Thank I know, you for bringing it in. I know. I, I even said to my husband, I said, are you going to eat all this or should I bring it into the <laughs> office? And he was like, well, so basically we're going to have our fill and then, we're, then I'm going to bring you guys the leftovers. You know what? <laughs> Two-day-old chili is even better. It, it is. Because it's sitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. good. But, uh, yeah, so we had literally... I was at I was at Walmart at like four o'clock yesterday afternoon, and my dad called me because he's got to check in to see like how it's all going. And so like he's like, "So what do you get down there for snow?" And like literally nothing. Walmart was dead. Like people were afraid to go out yesterday. Um, literally raining pavement. That was all it was. About an hour later, you and I were talking. Yeah, and I had sent you the picture that had just turned over the, yeah. the snow. And then it just like, bam, it started accumulating fast. We ended up getting about four or five inches, I'd say. That's awesome. Which I was stunned. I, I thought we were going to dodge the whole bullet. I thought we were going to get nothing. It's the best. I'm just, I'm, I'm so glad that snow is here. It finally feels like winter to me. Like, I honestly forgot what season it was because it's just so weirdly mild. And now it's finally January. It's finally winter. It's snowy. It's cold. Like, this is what it's supposed to be in January in New England. So, for everybody that's like, I'm cold, move to Florida. Did you notice it was kind of mild, though, yesterday? No. No? Oh, my God. It was freezing where I, I was. I was in shorts. Like, like shoveling in shorts. I mean, I know that's I'm the weird bizarre. one and whatnot. Yeah, but like, later on when the temperatures dropped and the changed over to snow, it got bitter cold pretty quickly. At nighttime, yeah. yeah. But as it was coming down, it was, like, refreshing. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. So, I get a question. Okay. If you are a snowplow person... And you are like, just like, not not like at a city snowplow, like just like you clear driveways. 
Are you allowed to push the snow out into no. the street? Nope. I saw so much of that yesterday. If you see the plow coming down, I mean, well, I, I'll do it. Well, kudos to but. you for having that big of a driveway where a no, snow no, plow. Not me. Well, I'm, well, I'm just saying in general where a snow plow can turn around in your driveway so they can push it out into the. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw so many of those plows like pushing it out onto like. Were they leaving it there roads. though? I don't know. I mean, I just drove by, but you have to drive over the snow to get Yeah, the back. answer is no. My, it doesn't seem right. My guess would be they're pushing it out to plow it onto the side, would be my guess. Yeah, like if a plow like you is push it out, down, and then yeah, when you maybe. leave, you put it to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Even if you're shoveling, like, the sidewalks, you're not supposed to put it in, into the uh Or snow blowing street. it out to the street. Yep. It's, like, that's a no-no. That's why it's so tough when we have a big storm it's like where do you put it all oh, that's cool. like the number one problem other than parking and then on my street i have three cars who haven't moved in five months because they're both broken down and they're on that side of the street so now we're all like all right what are we gonna do move your cars get a toad get out of there i feel better i wonder has anybody ever in the history of snow been issued a ticket like what do they even do they're if you not. If you blow the snow out into the street, what are they going to do? No, nobody's, yeah. That's one of those rules where it's like. Because you're just a jerk. Please, please follow it. Please, please follow this rule. Because yeah. we have no way well, of holding on to like that. It's like warming up your car. You're not supposed to idle your car, but people do it anyway, you know? Well, one storm down another on the way. In a couple of days, we'll get the full forecast coming up on Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So I, I got a question for you, Maddie. Do you have any working memory of a world when Bill Belichick was not the coach of the New England Patriots? No. I was born in 93. It's phenomenal. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, was listening, years. I was listening to the sports cast after the games last night, and uh, one of the anchors was saying there is a generation on this earth that does not know a world without the New England Patriots in the playoffs or the or winning. And this is the first time that they've never made the playoffs. Yeah. So, well, no, that's not true. Well, the, a winning season. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I, 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 I trust Michael Strahan with my whole heart. That's <laughs> what he said. But you don't remember a world when Belichick was not the coach. I guess. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, impressive. And now he's going where to the was it the Raiders or whatever? That's undecided. Yeah, that's, it's not it's not decided. The speculation. Yet. I mean, he might retire. I hope he retires. That that's I do my too. hope for him. I hope he retires. Retire too. a Patriot, please, because before the Patriots, he was with. He was with the Browns. The Browns, yeah. He was the head coach of the Browns. He was run out of town. Why? It's a long story, but there was a legendary quarterback there named Bernie Kosar, and. It just had to do with that. But it was there was a quarterback controversy, regardless. Um, yeah, I, I, I here's the thing. I feel bad for him because I think he's getting a bad rap right now. Like, this is ending poorly. And he deserves nothing but his legacy to be positive here. Of course. He well, won, yeah. Won, is- not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six championships. Like, sit down. I think this is recency bias, though. Like, people only look at what's right in front of them, and he's been losing. So people are like, ah, oh, you suck. You need to retire. It's like, no. Like, when he retires, there's going to be documentaries about him. There's going to be interviews of him. There's Like, he's going to be a legendary guy. 
For sure. He is a living, breathing legend. So, like, we should remember that as this guy, no matter what happens, as this guy exits, assuming that's what's going to happen, whether he goes and coaches at, you know, wherever, or retires, whatever happens, like, what a ride. Mm -hmm. Holy cow, like, what? This season was just uh, proof that he's human. That's all it is. You know, nobody's perfect. He had a bad well, I think run. it's I think it's proof that the Patriots are young right now. Correct. It's a, it's the new era of the Patriots, and this is just the rebuild era and yep. all that good stuff. I think the other thing is is that the <clears throat> NFL goes through phases where certain things work. Like so, like there'll be a new hot offense, and so that will become really popular until the defensive minds figure out a way to stop it, <laughs> and then it. And I think that he just hasn't been able to pivot to the new NFL ways lately. And look, I mean, the guy's like 71 years old. I mean. And he's single. I mean. He can do whatever I, he wants. <laughs> is it a good idea to go to another team? If he's like bored, if, I guess. Because what else Because think do? about it. If you go to a new team, it's not just going to a new team and like being successful that first year. Like he's going to want to rebuild that entire organization. Like, he's going to want to billify it. You know what I mean? Billify. So it's like, if if he moves to a new team, he's not looking at one, two years. He he would be looking at 10 years right. or whatever. If if I'm his son, I'm like, Dad, yeah. look, you did it, man. Right. Like, retire. You have go, nothing else to prove. Hang go, up your hat. Go be the grumpy guy at Duncan. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, <laughs> just sit there and then, you know, every <laughs> so morning and just, just be like, Salty down there, you know? Like, that's what you're going to do. Back in my day. Really enjoy life, you know? <laughs> it is 6.55. 90-second news update, and here's Phil. Caution this morning if you're taking to the streets. Ice is a big concern in the wake of Sunday's snowstorm. The question now is, when are we going to see some of this melt? We'll get a check on your full forecast with the ABC6 Weather Center shortly. A greater New Bedford Voctech senior is being remembered for touching many lives and for his laughter. Following a fatal crash Friday night in Dartmouth, a GoFundMe for 18-year-old Jacob Pothier raised over $30,000 in the last couple of days to help his family. Meanwhile, the school says it's prepared to support students and staff through their grief. The single vehicle crash remains under investigation today. Police asking anyone to come forward who might have seen the Honda Accord near the Peyton Aram Bridge in the moments before the crash. That crash also injured 44-year-old Kathleen Martins of Dartmouth. The Supreme Court will hear oral arguments next month on Donald Trump's status as a presidential candidate. This after a ruling in Colorado declared him ineligible because of his alleged actions leading up to the January 6th Capitol riot. Trump's campaign team released a statement saying it's all part of an effort to stop Trump's re-election and they're confident the Supreme Court will side with them. The case will be argued on February 8th. And the Stanley Cup tumbler is all the rage, becoming the hottest status symbol over the past year. But the 40-ounce quencher was a flop at first until Stanley Global President Terrence Riley says a group of working moms running the popular blog The Buy Guide helped bring on the world of pastels in 2017. They had a keen eye for what colors might work for their audience, and they were right. So it was a slow build over many months. And then you could see that the waiting lists began to grow. 
2023 was the brand's most successful year yet, thanks to this new trend, with annual sales going from just $73 million in 2019 to $750 million. The company has actually been around for more than 100 years, but the almost sudden success has been driven by social media influencers showing off collections complete with new releases and limited edition colors of the $45 quencher. In sports, last game of the season for the New England Patriots. They lost to the New York Jets on Sunday, 17-3. Tonight, the Boston Celtics are in Indiana to play the Pacers. That game at 7. And the Boston Bruins out in Colorado to play the Avalanche at 9. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chard Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for fun. So the Patriots season mercifully comes to an end. And they end up winning four games. Four games. That's it. It was. I felt so dirty too. Trying to. I was rooting for the Jets yesterday. <laughs> I Why? Want, because I want the Patriots to So they get a better lose. pick. Yeah, they get a better draft pick. So the more okay. games they lose, the better their draft pick. Sure. So they're not going to get the number one draft pick because the Panthers are worse. But finally, they. I, it was worse the other day when they beat the Broncos and like they're winning these games they they shouldn't be winning. But uh, anyway, it's over now. Thank goodness. It is over, and we, we established earlier this morning that Maddie has no working memory of a world before Bill Belichick was the coach of the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. That's yeah. It's pretty impressive 20, on his part. 24 years, and he joins us this morning on Michael and Maddie. Good morning, Coach Belichick. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Maddie. Good well. Good morning. Well, you must be relieved that this season is finally over. Yeah, I mean, nothing's official yet, but uh, so I haven't met with Mr. Kraft, but after 24 years, it's probably time for me to look for something new. Coach, have you thought about retirement? Well, Maddie, I'm a coach, and I still feel like I still have more coaching in me. I was actually calling to see if you knew what the status of the Fairhaven High School football team is. What do you mean, the status? Well, I've heard some uh, great things about that Blue Devils football team. People saying they could give the Patriots a run for their money. And I thought maybe they could use a new coach. Well, their head coach, Derek Almeida, just won coach of the year. So I think they're good to go there. Oh, well, I mean, I won a few championships. So maybe that's something to look at as well. Congratulations <laughs> to him. But I think I could do better. I think. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, the clubs are off, Michael. The <laughs> off. Actually, Michael, uh, you could probably use a coach. I saw you uh, reading that Moby Dick Marathon this weekend. Well, what do you mean? I thought I did a pretty good job reading there, no? Um, well, your reading was okay. That uh, sweater you wore, though, that was not okay. I could be your wardrobe coach. <laughs> wardrobe coach? Yeah, that nautical sweater that you wore. It could use a few adjustments. We could just cut the sleeves off. I think that would really make a statement. <laughs> you focus on your sleeves and not so much your reading. <laughs> uh, what about you, Maddie? Do you need a kickboxing coach? Oh, uh, no, I think I'm good there. Uh, maybe you could do something besides coaching? Um, I have a little one-two combination followed by a crescent kick. That would probably be good. I think <laughs> it would have you win a few matches. Okay, I'll, I'll consider it. Uh, actually, I was thinking I could do something other than coaching, like uh, maybe surprise people, maybe do something like, I don't know, hot dogs. Hot dogs? 
Yeah, I was thinking about maybe asking Gary's best if they're hiring. Hot dogs make people smile, and <laughs> you know how much I love to make people smile. <laughs> Listen, in all seriousness, Coach Belichick, your legacy should be nothing but positive, regardless of what your record has looked like over the past few years. I mean, you've won six championships, Coach. Well, I appreciate that, Michael. You're going to make me emotional. I apologize. I, I'm already a bag full of emotions right now. Well, if you do decide to just retire, do you have any hobbies that interest you? Uh, well, a few things. Uh, you guys got that new uh, Korean place. Uh, Mr. Kraft wanted me to check that out. Oh, man. But um, I actually, I want to be uh, one of those grumpy old guys that it's a Duncan all morning complaining about things. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Coach, is there anything that you want to say to the Fun 107 audience? Well, Maddie, I just want to say, uh, you know what? You guys have been the best. Six championships for the Patriots has been some of the best days of my life, and I'm also grateful to you guys over at Fun 107 for allowing me to come on over the years and talk to my fans. Because I know a lot of people like football. I do football, so I think the uh, relationship is uh, has been there. Well, listen, don't be a stranger, Coach Belichick. No matter what happens, you're welcome here on Michael and Maddie. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that, and you and Maddie, and even you, Gazelle. I love you all. Thanks, Coach. Coach Belichick, checking in. Good luck with that meeting with Mr. Kraft. Thank you, Michael. It is 7.54, and Phil David is standing by in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Some of us got more than others, but no doubt about it, snow hit the south coast this weekend, coming down heavy in some places Sunday afternoon and leaving several inches of white stuff and slush along with icy roads. We'll get your full forecast straight from the ABC6 Weather Center along with a check on your traffic coming up. The crash that killed a Greater New Bedford Voctech senior Friday night remains under investigation. 18-year-old Jacob Pothier of New Bedford died and 44-year-old Kathleen Martins of Dartmouth was injured in the single vehicle crash near Smithneck and Gulf Roads. Dartmouth police now asking for the public's help as they investigate, specifically anyone who might have seen the Honda Accord around the town landing on the west side of the Peyton Aram Bridge before the crash. A Fall River woman has been sentenced to at least a decade in prison for a fatal road rage stabbing. 36-year-old Jacqueline Mendes was found guilty of manslaughter and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. The attack happened in Brockton back in 2019. 41-year-old Jennifer Landry died of a stab wound to the neck. Mendes initially fled the scene before telling police about the confrontation. The number of people working remotely in Massachusetts has fallen 20 percent since 2021. This according to the business resource website LLC.org. It said that represents a decrease of 165,000 remote employees, which is one of the sharpest declines nationally. Former Vice President Mike Pence says the events at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021 were a riot, but were not an insurrection. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, Pence again described former President Trump's actions that day as reckless, but added he doesn't believe Trump violated the 14th Amendment and he should remain on primary ballots. Pence was quick to refute any claims that the FBI was behind the events of January 6th and expressed gratitude to the agency for bringing so many of the rioters to justice. 
And Elvis Presley will make his debut on the London stage as an AI holograph. The British company Layered Reality says their new show, Elvis Evolution, will use artificial intelligence and groundbreaking technology to recreate the seismic impact of seeing Elvis live for a whole new generation of fans. Their news release says a life-sized digital Elvis will share his most iconic songs and moves for the very first time on a UK stage. Today would have been Elvis's 89th birthday. In sports, last game of the season for the New England Patriots could be the last for head coach Bill Belichick, too. The Pats lost to the New York Jets 17-3 Sunday. The Boston Celtics are in Indiana to play the Pacers tonight at 7, and the Boston Bruins play the Colorado Avalanche at 9. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. It is 30 right now, but it feels like 22 after yesterday's snowstorm how did coco like the snow oh my gosh okay so my little puppy update for you she's almost six months old so this was her very first time seeing snow and it went exactly as you would hope it would go when a dog sees snow for the first time this little doggy oh my gosh she was so in love with snow i i thought she was going to be too cold and not want to go outside because every time i try to bring her to the bathroom she doesn't want to be outside because she's too cold. And then she'll go inside and go to the bathroom inside. Go to the bathroom inside? <laughs> because she's too cold to stay outside. It's a whole does thing. Your cat st- does your dog still use the litter box? No. Oh, my God, no. No. I'm, every so often she is too cold to go outside and is just like, I'm going to go right here. And we're like, ugh. But anyway, we took her outside. And she was prancing like I've never seen a dog prance. Like picture reindeer on Santa's sleigh. Like the way <laughs> that they prance. This was my little French bulldog puppy in the snow. I wish the snow was higher because she would have disappeared into <laughs> the snow. She was jumping. She was licking. She was trying to eat it out of the air. It was the best. I wonder what it is about snow that dogs love so much. I, I'm going to put it out there and say a majority of dogs enjoy being outside when it snows. I don't know if it's it's just so different and well i think it's a it's stimulating yeah it's it's different it's like what's coming out of the sky what is this on the ground like what is this smell it's just like it it what am i doing yeah it it hits all the senses so they're just like ah my 13 year old dog the only way you'll see her get energy is in snow and it's like she's five years old all over again her arthritis is out the window the snow zoomies the snow zoomies yeah so what I'm going to do is I yesterday I asked, hey, show me your, your best, you know, pets, dogs, and cats, and, you know, playing out in the snow. And I'll put that on 507 in a little bit. That so you get see. to watch a bunch of snow zooming cats and dogs. It is a burst of dopam- dopamine that we could use on a Monday morning. I like it. It is 825. Send those in to Gazelle now on the Fun 107 app. 825, 90-second news update now with Phil. Caution this morning if you're taking to the streets. Ice is a big concern in the wake of Sunday's snowstorm. The question now is, when are we going to see some of this melt? We'll get a check on your full forecast with the ABC6 Weather Center shortly. A greater New Bedford Voctech senior is being remembered for touching many lives and for his laughter. Following a fatal crash Friday night in Dartmouth, a GoFundMe for 18-year-old Jacob Pothier raised over $30,000 in the last couple of days to help his family. Meanwhile, the school says it's prepared to support students and staff through their grief. The single vehicle crash remains under investigation today. Police asking anyone to come forward who might have seen the Honda Accord near the Peyton Aram Bridge in the moments before the crash. That crash also injured 44-year-old Kathleen Martins of Dartmouth. 
The Supreme Court will hear oral arguments next month on Donald Trump's status as a presidential candidate. This after a ruling in Colorado declared him ineligible because of his alleged actions leading up to the January 6th Capitol riot. Trump's campaign team released a statement saying it's all part of an effort to stop Trump's re-election and they're confident the Supreme Court will side with them. The case will be argued on February 8th. And the Stanley Cup tumbler is all the rage, becoming the hottest status symbol over the past year. But the 40-ounce quencher was a flop at first until Stanley Global President Terrence Riley says a group of working moms running the popular blog The Buy Guide helped bring on the world of pastels in 2017. They had a keen eye for what colors might work for their audience, and they were right. So it was a slow build over many months. And then you could see that the waiting lists began to grow. 2023 was the brand's most successful year yet, thanks to this new trend, with annual sales going from just $73 million in 2019 to $750 million. The company has actually been around for more than 100 years, but the almost sudden success has been driven by social media influencers showing off collections, complete with new releases and limited edition colors of the $45 quencher. In sports, last game of the season for the New England Patriots. They lost to the New York Jets on Sunday, 17-3. Tonight, the Boston Celtics are in Indiana to play the Pacers. That game at 7. And the Boston Bruins out in Colorado to play the Avalanche at 9. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Charred Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun. Seven, Michael and Maddie. Cold morning out there. It's 30, but it feels like it's 23. So I'm 30 now. And I'll be 31 this year. So it's safe to say that I've adulted for a little while now. But there are certain things where I still just don't got it. I don't got it yet. I can't adult with that just yet. Where are you struggling? Hanging pictures. What do you mean? Let me explain. I'm in my room and I've had this vacant blank wall in my bedroom since we've moved in in 2019 because I just can't decide what to put. And then for our wedding in 2021, we got these gorgeous frames that will literally fill up the entire wall from left to right, but they kind of cascade in size. So when you put it on the wall, like you need to have it centered. It needs to be leveled, all that stuff. So for the past three years, I've been too nervous to do it. I finally got the motivation to do it over the weekend. And when I tell you it took me two hours to hang seven picture frames I am not exaggerating. I don't know how to hang things correctly. Well, I think it's a challenging thing to do. Okay. So yeah. I'm not I'm not crazy for this. No. It genuinely took me two hours to <laughs> figure out where I wanted it on the wall, level it, measure the frame, measure the wall. And what's really tripping me out was I have our... Like heating system is in our wall, but it's not centered on the wall. So I couldn't go by that. I had to go by the wall. So now the the photo frames look like they're off kiltered, but it's really just the heating system. Hmm. And then the bed looks off kiltered because the bed is under the heating. It's It was a whole thing. And I just felt like I didn't adult very well that day because... I couldn't figure out how to hang pictures. I'm trying to remember. Paul Chason used to have some tips on this. Okay. Oh, on the picture. On the pictures. I think I too used, many people hang them too high. I ended up using a TikTok hack where you 
outline the photo frame on a piece of paper. And yeah, then that's a good idea. you put the paper on the wall yep. and you map it all out. So I did that and it, it came out good. But two hours to hang seven photos, that doesn't feel very adultish. Also, I don't know. Sometimes like you they're all different photos. Like they're all individual sized. Yeah. Right. So it's like you had the biggest one in the middle, and then I had three on one side, three on the other, but they all get smaller as it goes. I so see. it's like you gotta line it up perfectly. So it's gotta be perfect. So because some because a lot of them times you don't have to have it like that. Like because some are bigger than the others, and right. like you can kind of like just kind of mishmash it on there. But no, no, this was a task. This was a task. They should really and then just it's have like, that be one unit. Yeah, that'd like, be you know, nice. You know what I mean? But then it's like you gotta find the right nail. You gotta find the right. Hook. Got to find the stud. The stud. Right. But I didn't even do that. I was like, I'm not even going to do that. I don't know. I even bought, there's like a laser leveler. Have yeah. you heard about this? Oh, yeah. Well, it's blowing my mind because I was like, <gasps> I put it on the wall. Boom, laser. There's my line. I was thinking, all right, this is easy. I still needed my husband's help. I was like, I don't need no man. Like, I'm in my room like, I don't need you. Stay downstairs. Because that's the thing. The line needs to be where you put the nails. Well, and it also, and I don't know if it's just the one I got, but you have to mount the laser onto the wall. And I'm like, I'm not going to put a nail in the wall for a laser that I'm going to take off. But that's where the nail goes. Where the laser? No, where the, where the device. She's just saying to put it up on the wall. You have to mount the device. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's so you can leave it there so you can use your, your hands to, you know. But then you have a hole in the wall. Then you have a hole in the wall. <laughs> so it was then, a lot of adulting, a lot to process. And I just, I didn't know if there was an easier way. So did Am you I get missing Ross something here? Five minutes later, I'm like, hon. He's like, I thought you didn't need me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't. And did he take advantage of the opportunity to tell the joke? Uh, the joke. Mm. It's got to do with finding something. The stud finder. You already uh, found the stud. No, <laughs> Twenty-two years not. ago, you found I the stud. Gotcha. <laughs> Seven, Michael and Maddie, going to be uh, some sunshine out there this morning, and a few clouds throughout the day today, and highs up and near the forty mark. It is thirty-one right now. We should be calling ourselves Ishmael and Maddie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You had quite the weekend, Michael. I did. I got to tell you that. Uh, I had a good time there at the Moby Dick Marathon over the weekend. Um, I was honored to be asked to be one of the first 10 readers, which is... That's good. That is um, a prestigious ask, Mm -hmm. and I I was very uh, honored to accept. Um, It was was a little nerve-wracking because I really did not... I don't know what I expected, but I definitely didn't expect the size crowd that they had there. Okay, so it was a good amount. It was numbered in the thousands. That's a lot of people for downtown. A lot of people, especially for that, you know, for that room and the building and all. I mean, like, they weren't all right there in that same room that I was reading in at the same time, but the numbers were astronomical. And then they were, then it was streamed worldwide and, like, people... Worldwide, that's, from, I mean, that's cool. From around the world, like, I guess in, in academic circles, this is a thing. Mm. Like, a real thing, and like, not like... And they called you. Right, no. like, <laughs> no, honestly, like, I'm thinking the same thing, like, this is being watched at, like, Dartmouth College and Yale and stuff like this, yeah. and I'm like, I'm getting up there and reading this. I hope I don't mispronounce anything. Right? <laughs> did you practice before you read? I did. 
That's a good idea. I did. How long was your read? It like, was 12 minutes. <gasps> That's a hefty read. Is that a chapter or was it, it like... It was not a full chapter. <laughs> they were like, no, we can't give them the full chapter. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, you had a tough chapter too. I, I, I skimmed through a couple of the pages. There, there were some words in there I've never even seen in my life. Well, I, t- I took note of where those words were, and I made sure to, I think that if, if I was going to give advice to anybody doing this, the key to this whole game, don't go too fast. Like, slow it down to a point where, like, you'd rather be, you'd rather be too slow than too fast. Yeah, that makes sense. And if you think you're going too slow, you're probably not. Like, yeah. you're going faster than you think you right. are. Totally. It's a marathon. Well, that's right. It <laughs> is. It's a marathon, not so a sprint. So, I'll be honest. I, I never in a thousand years thought I'd say this, but I was jealous of you. Really? I, I was I was sincerely jealous. I was downtown. I'm like, oh, yeah, the whaling thing is tonight. Oh, I wonder if Michael's in there yet. And our buddy, our, our Phil uh, from, you know, the news department, he's over there. Reading as well. He was right after you. And I'm like, everybody's reading and I'm not. They didn't call Maddie. They didn't call me. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> call us next year. We'll read some Moby Dick. I'm down for a little Moby Dick. I'm, so I, I'm, uh, I'm busy. That- <laughs> <laughs> so I liked uh, the fact that uh, New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell was one of the readers. Oh, very cool. And they specifically chose him to read a passage. They must do this with every New Bedford Mayor because they've been doing this for a long, long time. Um, where it's a, a real description of New Bedford and they keep talking about New Bedford and yeah. what the city is like and all the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it's it's New Bedford mayor reading about New Bedford, which is kind of nice. That's awesome. But uh, no, it was it was pretty good. It was it was it was a very positive, fun experience. I mean, experience. this is right up your alley. You are all about history. It this, is. This makes sense. This makes sense to me. And in a grand scheme, I'm thinking of the bigger picture. All those people going there, they're probably going to want to go out to eat or grab a drink afterwards. This is Definitely. great for the economy downtown. You know, the people slept there. <laughs> yes, they did. I forgot they do that. The, t- you're talking about people get into this. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, Maddie. Sleeping bags. I mean, I believe you. People brought sleeping bags. I mean, that's an interesting choice, but all right. And they slept there, and they were allowed to sleep there. It's part of the fun. Okay, so where does it end? So, like, can I go in there next year with an air mattress, you know, <laughs> early so it's not crowded? Pick a nice corner. Hey, I'm the most comfortable guy in the room. There's no stipulations that say don't bring an air mattress into the museum. People, like, they'll read along. They'll just, like... So interesting. It, it, it really is. It really is. Like, tell me you're from New England without telling me. That's not even New, New Bedford. New Bedford, yes. yeah. Tell me you're from New Bedford. So... Thanks to the New Bedford Whaling Museum for the invite. I had a blast. And uh, maybe see you next year. We'll see.